It's all you ever wanted to know on The Rock 98.5. I'm Jordan Patswold. For today's All You Ever Wanted to Know, we're actually leaving the host mic for Jack Dawes. COVID-19 is obviously something that has just been the headline grabber all year long. And for Jack, it hit particularly close to home. Uh, his entire household, consisting of himself, his wife, and granddaughter who lives with them, all received positive diagnosis for COVID-19 earlier on this year. None of them were hit harder than Jack's wife, Jeanette, who actually had to spend weeks in ICUs in both Regina and in Yorkton. But we are happy to say that Jeanette is now home and recovering, which I know is something that just thrills Jack and his family to be able to have Jeanette home and the recovery still continues to this day. Now, like anything, it uh, piques the interest of Jack to dive in a bit further with all sorts of different things, no matter what interests Jack in his life or whatever comes in front of him. So today's interview features Jack Dawes in conversation with Steve Merson, who's actually a web designer in Whitby, Ontario, has a company who has developed a nickel-ion-based reusable mask, not a throwaway, Something all of us may want to consider rather than just keeping, using, then throwing away those disposable ones and often make us wonder just how much protection do they actually give us. So once again, here is Jack Dawes in conversation with Steve Merson, who has developed this nickel-ion-based reusable mask. Steve, so maybe just tell us a little bit off the top about your company and how you you went how you go from being a web designer to developing uh, medical equipment. Sure. So we started DIT Web Solutions is a web applications company that has a lot of clients who smaller clients who when COVID started we, they were looking for cotton masks. They needed cotton masks. The roofers and the plumbers and, and the smaller operations needed cotton masks so they could go into um, people's homes when, when our first lockdown. So we reached out to one of our stitchers who was who worked with us doing our promotional items and asked for those and he was happy to oblige. We were doing that for about a month and another one of our clients came to us and said he had a media that he was using in his dental business um, that actually is antiviral. So we were very interested in that and he wondered if we could combine the two so over the process over the period of eight months now nine months we have developed eight different prototypes for a antiviral mask these masks are 99.9 percent .9 effective against flu ebola zika virus and most importantly COVID 19. so we realized at that point we had a winner we got the federal government got involved with these and they were very strict about where we were getting the uh where we were getting the ingredients or the you know the pieces of our masks so we, we've agreed that nothing in our masks would be come from anywhere but north america so we have sourced all the cotton the elastic the media is is all north american uh we are making these masks in with the ontario so they're actually canadian made so we're very proud of ourselves that so, we, in such a short period of time, we've created a mask that is antiviral and selling well. What's the secret to being antiviral? There is a media um, in between the two layers, the front and the back layers, like most of the cotton masks or Jersey cotton. And the third layer in between is a 
uh, polypropylene material that has been embedded with silver, powdered silver. So when you breathe through our masks, the warmth and the moisture from your breath ionizes, activates the silver and the silver ions, then actually kill any bacteria or viruses that are that come uh, either way from your mouth or from the the outside. So if you had the flu or God forbid COVID, it would protect you from passing it along and it would and if someone else had COVID and was coming towards you, it would protect you. So both ways are protected. So uh some people, as soon as you would mention any kind of metallic substance uh, mm-hmm. or an oxide thereof, they would get nervous about it. Uh, how is this yeah, product yeah. safe? Yeah. So it, it is safe because the powdered silver is ionized, is, is uh, meshed right into the uh, the media, which means that that it is it will not come up. We've had it forward tested and we've had them tested by the federal lab. So there is no raw silver actually being breathed in. It's just, uh, it's the ions that are important. The the ions, the silver ions, we've known for years, centuries, that silver is uh, antiviral, antibacterial. They wipe children's eyelids, you know, babies' eyelids with silver oxide when they're born to, um, you know, to to kill off the bacteria after birth. So we've known this for years and years and years. So it was tested to make sure that none of these particles were coming through and being breathed in. And they have, it has been, uh, the federal government has uh, obviously, you know, they've, they said that it's a go ahead and we sell these masks. We're looking for final um, permitting now. These will be medical mask three once we get the federal permit. So there so, is no to answer to answer uh, your question. There is no silver. You do not. You can't breathe in the silver. You can't ingest the silver. Right. So uh, the testing process. Then uh, tell me a little bit about that, if you would. Sure. We've had them tested at the Nelson Labs in the United States, uh, Cirrus Labs in Maryland, and then three federal labs in Canada. So. We've had them tested. They are antiviral. They are heat tested, uh, so they will not melt or burst into flames. They are autoclavable. They are hydroclavable. So we've had them tested for melting heat and also for uh, flammability. The the PFE, which is the particulate test we've passed, so there are no large particles that can pass through. It's been uh, an expensive and very long journey. We've had, through the eight prototypes, we've done 16 different tests now. Well, uh, people like me usually like to ask the show me the money question. Can you tell yeah. talk about the investment, uh, uh, sure. both for you personally and your company? Yeah. So um, the cotton masks um, are easy to make and relatively inexpensive. It's the silver media that we have over since, March, we have been buying silver bullion um, for these masks, and the price of silver has increased by 45% since we started doing this. So we bought a large quantity of silver bullion so that we can we can keep the price stabilized for, for the, our production run. But it's not only the cost of silver, but it's the testing. These tests, the federal government tests, are, are they're charging us $10,000 per test. So we have probably all told we've got probably three million dollars invested in this so far between the silver and the testing. But it is we are finally in production now and and we're doing very well with them. 
because they are they actually work. And so is production happening there in Whitby or where is that done? Whitby in Toronto, yes. And as we expand our, uh, as we're getting more um, people who, who, who want these masks or they want to know about these masks, we've also lined up two other factories, one in Montreal, one in Vancouver. So, so they will be completely Canadian made. They won't, they won't leave, uh, they'll, everything will be made here. Tell me about the public response and the, uh, let's say, the delivery uh, marketing of the of these masks. It's 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 been kind of a wild ride because we're breaking a market. There's these had not existed before we started. So uh, we've invented this mask and we are now letting people know we have the mask. So we started off the old-fashioned way. We started off in faxes figuring we had to let as many people know as we possibly could. So we started doing fact blasts of about 80,000 a week. And we've got, and we got interest from smaller companies. And then we asked, we started looking for resellers for these things because we knew that, uh, you know, I could only spend so much time on the phone and, and, and talking to so many people. So if I had resellers, then that would be easier to do. So we've developed a reseller market through the PPE industry. The PPA industry existed before COVID. It will exist afterwards, but they've also they pivoted very quickly. And so now we have a lot of larger companies that are not only carrying our masks, but they're selling our masks for us. And all this began when? In March, when COVID started. We needed, we had clients who needed masks, the cotton masks, and we had one client who had the, the media. And by melding them both together um, and then test, it's taken a long, long time to make sure that the media was A-stable and that it would go into the mask and they were washable and that were autoclavable. So there's been a lot of testing on these and a lot of different kinds of marketing. We've marketed, we have three different types of masks. We have a, uh, what we're calling the industrial mask, which is one we've got for sale right now. We've got a a uh, smaller version of that was for child, for kids, and for people with smaller faces. We're calling those intermediate masks. And we've developed a surgical mask that is waiting for final approval with four straps that you can use, in, you can actually use in surgery. We've had, we have to do special tests on those. There's such a thing as a blood spatter test. So we've had them tested for blood spatter also. So out here on the flatlands of Saskatchewan, uh, how people are going to ask, where can I get these? Well, there is a company in Winnipeg who's representing us extremely well called Ice Marketing. Um, and you can you can reach out to them at info at Ice Marketing, and they, uh, they will help you that way. Also, there is, we put up a website at viralprotect.net. You can go to viralprotect.net, see the masks, and you can actually order. There's phone numbers there and uh, email addresses for both the Winnipeg and Saskatchewan distributors. It's so, a separate web page for Manitoba and Saskatchewan. Steve, is protectourworld.net, is that one of your websites then? Or? Yes, it is. Yeah, protectourworld.net is the, the mothership, if you will. That's the one we're using. That's the one we're using to break the ice. We're not selling masks directly through there for um, the uh, retail market. We're leaving that up to our wholesalers and our retailers. And in Winnipeg and Saskatchewan, you have two great 
uh, distributor, Johnston Seeds, and Ice Marketing in Winnipeg. Johnson's Grain in Wellwyn? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, Alan, uh, Alan Johnson, Alan Johnson. Is, is, yes, has been a great supporter of ours and enthusiastically has been um, spreading the word for us, and we're very happy to have him on board. Well, uh, reporters are often ask uh, dumb questions, and I'm one sure. of them. But uh, There are so, no dumb questions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure there have been ups and downs. Uh, let's ask you, what, what's been the biggest surprise in this journey, Steve? It's, it is the sort of having to break a market is, is to actually set up and pitch a new product. So we have had, as we reach hurdles, people tell us, you know, they'd love to buy the mask, but for this reason or that reason, they can't. We look and see and we adapt. So it's the pivoting that we've had to do, the eight different versions of these masks and the different hoops we've had to jump through for the government approvals has been surprising, but it's starting to come our way. Well, that was one of my questions. And uh, uh, you mentioned bureaucracy and uh, hurdles and so forth. Yeah. What's it been like trying to get this through the whole maze? For example, it's, well, because we are web developers and not, you know, in the PPE business, we didn't even know where to begin. So we hired a gentleman who helped us with the applications for the federal government, and the federal government have been helpful up to a point. They've, you know, been very happy to give us what they think the mask should contain and how it should be made, but they're extremely slow. We we've been waiting now for months and four months now for final approval for medical mastery. And we're not the only ones. There are a lot of other Canadian companies facing the same hurdle, but then the federal government has so much they have to test. They, they were caught flat footed when this started the PPE that had been in stock for, um, you know, a, a pathogen um, like COVID had all been outdated. So it, they weren't, it wasn't effective for them. They had to throw it out and had to start again. So they're making sure everything they approve has got a long life. They're looking for reusable, too. These masks um, are washable, and so they become reusable. And Canadian-made masks are very rare. General Motors is making paper masks uh, in, in Oshawa, but there are not that many Canadian companies making masks. So they're looking at this, but it's taking forever. See, I'm sure if if I was a bureaucrat, I would say, you know, it's taking the time it needs to take. But as a as business people, we find it hard waiting. We, the general public, are now used to these paper masks, uh, and they we just pick mm. them up uh, uh, wherever and then discard them. What's yeah. uh, what's your mask uh, retail at? Our, depending on on um, if you need to monograms on them or if you you know depending on the quantity. Uh, we have the single masks we're selling for $50, but we have quantity orders that under, under, depending again, you know, if you want to order a hundred thousand, I'll give you a special price. If you order over 500, we'll put a logo on for you. We've sold a lot of them, um, to different like pharmacies, for instance, pharmacy chains. We, there's one in Newfound. Uh, we, we just finished branding for them. Uh, so if you order quantity, we're happy to put brands on to them also. So uh, uh, people that are used to picking up uh, a mask free, uh, mm-hmm. if they if they 
think it's going to yeah. work. They don't have any problem jumping from, can I put it in terms of zero to 50 uh, in there, 10 seconds yeah, type of thing. Yeah, there are a couple of things though, about the paper masks. To start with, the majority of them are made in China. Um, and these masks that people are wearing, they're only supposed to be used once and then throw them away. But no one has made any allowance for throwing these out. From March until June of this year, $40 billion worth of PPE had, was purchased and thrown away. It was used and thrown away in, in that short amount of time. So you're buying something that you only have to buy once. As long as COVID lasts, you'll have a mask that protects you. It protects you from the flu. It protects you from any virus. So it, it is, you know, it's not a one-time mask. This mask will continue making long after COVID is over because it has so many other properties. The, the, just as a side, um, the nature of an antibacterial mask means that if uh, you have bad breath, for instance, and breathe through these masks, once, once the, uh, it hits the antiviral and antibacterial, it cleans the breath. That's what bad breath is, generally, is the smell of bacteria. So when you breathe through it, the bacteria dies, and that's even... I could be chewing garlic behind these masks, and you can't smell it. Well, that would be... That would be a they never test. smell, which is... It's, it's, I know it's sort of a weird thing to say, but uh, <laughs> every time I pick these... I've been wearing my mask now for three, four months, I, one of the prototypes. They don't smell. Other masks, you know, you pick them up, and you can smell what you had for lunch. These, these they don't. I've been washing my mask in the washing machine, just in you know a regular washing machine, every week for for four months, and it's faded a little bit, but the but the elastic is still good. The cotton is still great. I just hang it on the on a knob on the dryer. I don't put it in the dryer because the elastic gets caught up in their socks and things. But they're dry within half an hour. You can wash them in the sink at night if you want. Just quickly give them a rinse. Wash off the, uh, the, you know, the surface dirt, but the mask itself remains intact. We've had it forward tested, so we know the media will last for at least two years without degenerating at all. The cotton and the elastic, if you wash it every week, is going to start to wear. Just like if you know your your socks, your underwear, you wash those every week, they start to stretch. But that's all that that will be affected on these masks. Well, that's something. Um... I guess one more thing then, Steve, if I may. Uh, sure. What's the horizon? Where do you see this going for you and your company? Well, we were talking about that this morning. Um, the world is changing so quickly now. Uh, we're, you know, and pathogens like COVID may well appear again. So we're prepared. Um, we have a, other other products that we're now coming out with using this over media. We're preparing to be, be able to provide these for years to come for as a flu mask, but God forbid if there's another pathogen that escapes from another country or even from here, we will be protected. And you can keep these in the, in the uh, wrapping they come in and they are not affected. So you can store these for five years and put them on and they're just as good as the day we made them. Wow. Steve, uh, I'm probably missing something out here. Just anything you would add further just to, uh, to close out our conversation here? Sure. It, it's When you buy masks and when you think about it, you're buying them to protect yourself. It's a, it's a natural, you know, you want to protect yourself and your family, but you're also protecting everyone else. Most people who are getting COVID, or ACE, they don't have any symptoms. So you don't know if you've had it. You don't know if your friends have it. So this way you're completely protected. 
You don't have to worry about people you come in contact with. You don't have to worry about your family. It's just reassurance. So for $50 per person, you can, you can sleep safely at night knowing that you've done your best. You wear a mask, wash your hands, and stay at least six feet away from people you don't know. They're, these are common sense things that we're all doing and we're all getting. These are part of our lives, and, and we carry on. We'll get to the other side of this if we all do it together. Steve, great conversation, and I appreciate your time. Okay. And if any questions arise, if you know, I, I'm happy to do another one, um, and and you know, I'll answer the questions that come up. Just let me know. I'm happy. I'm here. All right. Very good. Once again, that's Jack Dawes in conversation with Steve Merson, whose company has developed that nickel-ion-based reusable mask, not a throwaway, uh, something that uh, might be of interest to anyone out there. For more information on this, uh, you can visit viralprotect.net. Thanks again, Jack, for taking care of that for us today on All You Ever Wanted to Know on The Rock 98.5. Until next time, have yourself a wonderful day and be blessed.